Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Sterling, you've lost your edge. <laughs> you got your. You got to get your edge back or else you're yeah. out of here. You're going to be fired. I know. I know. Um, I got to say... Um, not one of the better Jen storylines is her being like, oh, baby, oh, muffin, oh. little pumpkin. Hello, I, little pumpkin. I really, um, the, okay, the, I think the thing, I, I like this season, Sarah, we've talked about how we feel like this season is like, you know, no one talks about it as being a good season, but with like Audrey involved and just like the new college stuff going on, it could be, it's fun. Um, the Jen storylines, what is what is going on with this? Like, is this like you, okay, all of a sudden you're in a relationship for like, I don't know, a month, and mm-hmm. suddenly you're like, muffin? Like, what? what is this? She's just so sickly happy. And I feel like people that are in the honeymoon stages of a new relationship that's going really well, it's like they got a lobotomy. They are... <laughs> basically simps to their significant other all too much happiness and there's you know a little bit of an ick factor and uh, what jen does and we haven't seen jen very happy ever is i suppose she gets very lovey-dovey when she's in a very um like a, a pretty healthy relationship and she does uh she 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 has the little uh pet names which i know you hate i really can't i really i truly can't um yeah. especially because 
like we love Jen, right? Like Jen is uh she is like a very modern woman. Um, and I not that modern women can't have like pet names and everything, but mm-hmm. it was more of just like, oh Jen, like this is sickening. Like, stop it, girl. Like Get a grip. I feel like it's, I mean, it's possible this happens to people. I just don't know how you go from like um, being very cynical and jaded and and giving out solid relationship advice to like, as soon as you're in a relationship, you like suck at like, you know, telling people to get a grip. I don't know. I was just like, it was like a very, it felt like instead of there being character progression and this happening like over a period of time, it was we went from like literally like last episode where Jen was like, oh, I'm so scared to like be committed to Dawson. I think he's going to leave to like, OK, now all of a sudden we are in like oh, pumpkin like territory. Uh, yeah. How many Creek 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 weeks have passed? I think a few because I feel like they think say about how long it. they've been dating. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, them. I mean, in the last episode, it was three weeks. But at this point, okay. Dawson has uh you know been admitted into school into Mm -hmm. the new school so i think it's been some time it has to be i guess i think that we had a couple of unshown good months where these two have been living uh really well together and have fallen in love and dawson's in his new school and you know, things are going well and Jen is getting like puppy eyes. But I think the biggest issue is that she doesn't realize why she nearly got fired from her job. She doesn't see, you know, she's not very self-aware with her content creation. No, no. Um, She doesn't listen back. And I suppose that's the difference between a podcast and a radio show. It's live. The radio show is live. So she that's can't true. You can't back. edit. You can't. Yeah, I guess. Her but reviews would be going way down. A lot of one stars. A lot of one stars for Jen on iTunes, for sure. Yeah. Um, And also, I think it's a little tricky, too, right? Because she doesn't have, like, a co-host either who could be like, girl, are you are you okay? Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> she has, like, listeners. Um, although, oh my God, Sarah, how great, because Audrey calls in, right? Yeah. How great would a Jen and Audrey show be? Oh, that would be phenomenal. We need that. That's what we need. She should hire Audrey to come on and be her co-host of this, like, advice Well, it sounds thing. like Audrey calls literally every day into the show. Yeah, so I, I would <laughs> I would assume that she basically is a co-host. It's like, it's, it's Jen's very own temmy and dbk yes exactly exactly and i think i do yeah but but anyway um uh, if you're yeah well this is this is the first part a little behind the scenes this is our first podcast of the year first podcast of the year happy fucking new year happy new year it's 2023 new year i know you really do did you cry at old lang syne <laughs> i didn't hear it but Aww. uh i hate it oh I, I hate it. okay and then also they also play new york new york uh yeah which actually you know that also makes me very like that's also a song that like really bums me out yeah so because they play at the end of yankee games and uh you know the long and the short of it is that my dad worked in yankees baseball for like 30 years so it just reminds me of my dad 
And I just feel like it's so depressing. But the thing about New Year's is that it always lets you down no matter what. Like, well, people I've set never... unrealistic goals for themselves. That's why, right? For for like, they're like, oh, okay, it's the beginning of the year. I'm going to eat salads every day. I'm going to run just, 30 minutes yeah, a day. I just you know, the, the night itself, but I guess the changing of the year as well. I think it's just, it's the time of year that people feel the need to set goals, which is a good yeah. thing, right? Set goals for yourself, but you got to like set realistic goals for yourself. And like, I sure. think that's the key. I think. The more things you're changing suddenly, the harder it is to stick to any type of resolution. I'm more likely to to do like, okay, this is what I would like to implement in my new year. Um, and it's like, oh, a goal I can work towards versus like, sure. um, oh, every single week this is happening. Okay. You know? So do you have an example? Um. Like, well, this year, I already told you, I'm keeping track of all of the podcasts I record and of all the, uh, all of the D&D games that I play. Um, mostly, I just am curious to know how much time I spend doing all this. Yeah, which um, I feel like is the majority of your time. The most, most of my time that is spent not sleeping or working is, mm -hmm. is dedicated to podcasting and playing D&D for the most part. Um, in terms of like yearly goals, it's more, I think this year I'm definitely more focused on, um, not like me personally specific goals, more like, okay, goals for the podcast goals for like post-show recaps and all of that. It's, it's less about me as an individual and more mm. about like bigger things. If that makes sense. So you're like in a good place. You're saying you're happy. Uh, yeah, I've said this before where I think 2023, like, I think the problem is that every year since 2020, we're like, this is our year. We've got this like, blah, blah, blah. it's like, no, I don't need, I don't need 2023 to be the best year ever. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I just need it to be not the worst year. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> I just enough. Need it to be, I just need Setting to calm down. Our, uh, standards really low. Exactly. I just need it to calm down is frankly what I need it to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll see if that, that happens. What about you? How are you feeling about the new year? Uh, God, well, I just get so bummy during this time of year. So I guess my goal is to just be happy. Mm -hmm. That's I feel it. Like that's a fine goal though. Very simple. Yeah. Be happy, stay happy, uh, continue on my mental health journey that's about it. I mean, that's as much as I can ask for. No, I think that's world. a very realistic thing. Yeah. To try to attempt to obtain is just like happiness. Yeah. Like we all should be able to get happiness. Yeah. I guess like the biggest struggle in my life has been and continues to be like comparison between yeah. myself and my peers and my friends and whatever, like other people my age. And there's like the saying it's so like you know, whatever comparison is the thief of happiness or something like yeah, that. It's true though. Or joy. And it's very true. I just don't know how to like kick in the butt. Well, I also think part of it is, um, I mean, being a generation that grew up where like social media wasn't a thing, like it, it, it evolved within our lifetime. And I think we're still trying to figure out like, how to exactly understand it in terms of 
um people don't post uh for the most part like the devastating things that happen to them or the daily struggles they experience people post the happy moments people mm-hmm. post the like everybody gathered underneath the christmas tree like smiling and happy they don't post the 24 hours of stress christmas present wrapping they had to do before that you know what i mean like right. people post the happy moments and i think it's very easy to then look at someone's life and be like oh my god they're so happy like i wish i was that that way too um whereas more realistically i think everybody struggles at some point with something and just realizing like okay um a house isn't going to bring you happiness you know Mm -hmm. xyz isn't necessarily because you're always gonna at least if you're me you're always gonna be looking for the next thing you're always gonna be looking for the next project you know what i mean your life is never gonna be 100 percent um, like if you looked at it like a video game, your your life is not going to be like 100% check off the like box for attainability, like complete, you know, like you're always going to strive for more. I feel like that's just like the reality of uh, our lives is we're yeah. always going to be looking for something else. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Like enjoy the moments you're in because like eventually they're going to be gone. And it's like, I'm, I am a very big, I have a problem with this too, Sarah, like not necessarily looking at uh, my peers and where I, you know, where I land among them. It's more of. I struggle to be present in like the moments I'm in and I'm always looking at like, okay, what's next? Like what's, what's next on my goals list. And I constantly do that. It's really hard because you want to enjoy the moments you're in. Yeah. I, that's, that's definitely part of it as well, where it's, you know, I, there's a point in my life right now that I used to wish for, but now that I'm here, I'm wishing for something else. So you're really like chasing the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really hard to do that. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, when you get what you want, you're still going to want something else. Like, yeah. you're not going to be like, that's it. I'm done. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's not, it's not realistic. It's not feasible. And I think I struggle with that a lot as well. So maybe that's something we could both work on. We could work year. on that. What's like, uh, you know, one thing that you're happy about that you accomplished this year? Well, I definitely, I think, especially, uh, you know, relates to the podcast is like finishing Boy Meets World. I feel right. like the odds, I don't know what like <laughs> the statistics are on this, but like us meeting, starting a podcast within a few months of knowing each other and really sticking to a schedule and accomplishing a complete series rewatch with like, I mean, I could count on probably less than 10 times that we didn't release a podcast like or we we had an unplanned you know um right like lapse week it was never because i mean we weren't feeling it or yeah we overscheduled ourselves because something else took precedent it was always exactly you know someone's not feeling well or having a bad mental health day yeah or on vacation or something like it yeah. was like it, we rarely had gaps and so like for me, the biggest one of the biggest accomplishments of 2022 was finishing finishing that rewatch together. And like that was a big moment for us, I think. Like it took two and a half years to get there. That's not that's no small feat. Um, to come every week, we're recapping a podcast about a show that's been on. Like it's easy, especially it's easy to fall off in those seasons that are like not the greatest, right? Like there, it's very mm-hmm. easy to be like, ugh, I'm like, I'm over this, but we never right. felt that way. And I feel like that is a massive, massive uh, accomplishment of of last year and i'm excited because um all goes as planned we'll finish dawson's creek this year and so like that's going to be another like big like tick in the column of like wow that's very impressive it is i feel like it is mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to be extremely proud about. Um, I, I was really happy I got back into reading this year. You were doing a lot of reading. I'm very impressed with, with the amount that you read this year. Yeah. Last year, I guess. Yeah. I mean, once again, I, so, you know, in the PSR discord, there's a tab called books Mm -hmm. and people list how many books they finished. It's so, you know, talking about me comparing myself, there's like other patrons that read like 56 books and 76 books. And like, I look at my measly 17 books or however many I read and I'm like, oh, like that's, it doesn't feel like an accomplishment. But for somebody who like the past five to seven years like completely fell off reading like that really isn't an accomplishment no if you look at i think i think the goal the goal the key here is to like compare it to your past self and like yeah. well, how many books did you read in 2021 you know oh, is gosh that, like like two, two or three yeah. yeah so that's a massive massive improvement year over year if you look that's at true. just your goals and like everyone's lives are very different right like it you don't know maybe you just you just don't frankly have the time or energy to spend reading 70 books there's nothing wrong with that I know and the person you know the person that read 70 something books is uh literally a librarian so (laughs) maybe I should give myself a break but uh you know I just just I'm just you know full circle of like comparison is the thief of joy so Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like people like lay off yourself. We should all lay off ourselves. Cut yourselves a break. Take some Cut time yourself to yourself. Slack. Give yourself. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I will also say we are just getting past the holidays now, which yeah. as wonderful and beautiful and, and like amazing the holidays are. They rob a lot of your own time. A lot of your time is dedicated to maybe family commitments, to preparing for the big day. If you have kids, it's like a whole thing. Um, uh-huh. Take some time for yourself now. You know, yeah. we're in the new year. Breathe a little bit. Give yourself some time. Take a day for your just yourself. Don't feel like you need to like immediately set a ton of goals. Just like take a day to breathe. Everyone deserves a little mental health R and R day. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's our little advice corner. Oh, at the yeah, end of the I think podcast. That we needed we needed the pep talk as much yeah. as anybody else. But um, but here we are talking season five, episode thirteen, something wilder. Wilder. Now oh. is the is the professor's name Professor Wilder? It is. Okay, it's cute. You know, mm-hmm. it's cute. Like yeah. it's it's punny. Uh yeah. Um, it's you know. Yeah, it's oh, cute. Cool. Okay, let's just like get it off from the top of it. Like, I don't want to spend the entire time like harping on the fact that like Joey's involved with the professor. Pretty ick. Yeah, it is what it is. Ick. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, uh, 90s, uh, different time period. It was not like seen at like there wasn't talk of like oh the power dynamic is off and mm-hmm. like it's gross. And on top of that, I mean, we'll get to it, but like. Um, the fact that he lied about having a wife and kid is very ick to me. I know well, he said he did suspicious. it as like a joke, but it's suspicious. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, I just don't want to spend the entire episode like harping on the negativity. You yeah, know? no. So let's get that out of the way of like, yeah, I don't like the storyline. I, I kind of, and here's the thing. People may say, oh, you knew this coming. I did not. I, again, I've seen this season and season six once. That's it. 
I don't remember every storyline. It was more of like, I feel like we both felt there was like this energy when he was introduced and Joey's relationship with him. And I kind of felt like, okay, we kind of saw this coming. Um, and we had a brief detour with like nice guy. And now we're like, okay, fully on professor train, whatever. Um, not my favorite. Don't, don't particularly care for it, but we're not even going to start there. Let's start with Jen and Dawson. Uh, Jen has a surprise for Dawson. This actually honestly did make me laugh because first of all, she's much shorter than him, like a full yeah. head shorter. She's reaching up, covering his eyes. And I'm like, you know, he, get, he, he has eyelids <laughs> <laughs> or how about, uh, a, a, a scarf a, yeah, or Santana? something to cover his eyes, but it's very cute. Jen has a surprise for Dawson. She has a bunch of presents for him. Yeah. And, and I, I did agree with Dawson of like, you know, that when you like made me close my eyes, there's nothing on this table. Like what was even the point of that? <laughs> and I totally agree with this. It was so stupid. It was a little dumb, but yeah. then again, she's wearing a spider web and spider sweater in the middle of March. So what can we say? Yeah. Yeah. But she, she like, okay. I did, I did love the thought behind this and how adorable it was because we know Jen was like the number one proponent of Dawson going back to school. Yeah. And so she's like, for your first day, I got you so many school supplies. I love this. I think this is adorable. I love this yeah. gift. And tell me if it's just me or the fact that I have like Virgo placements, but wasn't school supply shopping like the best high oh. that you can ever have i also have virgo placements yeah. and yes you are correct the the times when you got so to go into good. the store color I, I used to color um match everything so like math yes. is yellow and so everything for math would be yellow my my like notebook my folder everything and I'm like chasing picking out pens picking that out high oh yeah always i'm i'm so jealous of kids these days that have back to school shopping because i feel like there's so many new and cool things that were out mm. that did not exist when we went to school that's probably why people have kids so that they can just school supplies shop again maybe yeah. is that why maybe I, I think so so let's see let's look at his school supplies number one he got some taika and Garogi pencils i've never <laughs> been able to save those pencils so ticonderoga Ticonderoga. Ticonderoga is a is a place in New York, so that's maybe why Mm. I I know it. But um, yeah, number two pencils. Everyone needs a number two pencil. Yeah, the best pencil. Um, Mm. number two, uh, pencil sharpener. Now Jen did get him that red little plastic one. I say get a metal pencil sharpener. I think that's gonna last longer, and it's better. But I would uh also just say I don't like regular pencils that you like have to sharpen. I'm much more of like a mechanical bitch. No, but. Um, no, but I will don't. say, no, you need the sharpener that holds in the, 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 the it the did. The sharpener. red one did, but it's oh, it the, did have that. Okay. Then I'm okay yeah. with it. Pl- okay, fine. Um, loose leaf paper. Uh, no. I don't know if she said it was college ruled or not, but if it's not college ruled. We don't want it. We don't want it. Yes. Um, and this is what's clutch. The reinforcement tabbies for the loose leaf binder paper. Genius. Brilliant, Jennifer. Bellissima. Bellissima. I feel like this is like a Graham's contribution. Yeah. Be practical, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Be practical. Now we have some pens now. But the bad news is, is that it's the Bic pens that are blue. Fuck And they're they're the ones with the lid. It's not the ones with the clickies. And let me tell you, if Mm -hmm. you have pens with lids... How are you keeping those lids like on there? No, it's you just, don't. You lose them. You don't. Now, 
I will say I'm like a humongous pen person. You know this. You love a pen, and you're I, very specific yeah, about the very pens you specific. like. I would never fuck with those pens in a million I actually, years. Let me show you. I have a big pen right here. Although it's a black one. That one's the. Oh, I hate that pen. I hate that pen. I don't know where I got this. I hate I it. it. I would never use that fucking pen. Well, I will say, I I really don't use it much. I will say the pens I currently use, and it's because I have. Yeah. Let's one of it. those um what are they called razor books rocket books yes the ones that you can write in and erase with yes. pen the pens i use and like are the pilot ball friction clicker oh. and they're yeah. erasable and retractable and they come in a whole bunch of cute colors all right well all right you i don't seem satisfied by this uh, at all i'm very specific about my pens i know um but yeah i would number one i don't do a blue pen like ew gross <laughs> Do you uh, only do black pens or do you write in yeah. color? Okay. No, I mean, it depends. I mean, I have a lot of colored pens, but it's very specific reasons why I would use it. Yeah. But no. So like what's, give out the name brand if people want a good pen um, rec. Okay, hold on. So I'm a huge fan of the Sharpie S-Gel pens. They are great. I are love Are they a chunky them. ink or are they like a thin ink? This one's a 0.7. Okay. But it's a gel pen. It's really good. And then if I'm not using that, then I'm using the Uniball Signo pen. There you go. Um you really, really big pen enthusiast. Mm-hmm. But I my current favorites are the Sharpie. The Sharpie pens. I do like Sharpie brand, so yeah. I like those. I'm really not a big uh, you are also a big um a big paper person in terms of like, yeah, like you paper. write you have like a planner like you're I very do. much like write it down i'm much do. more of the electronic mindset mm, yeah. i do occasionally write things down um i do find writing soothing for like um as an exa- a quick example like the time that i find it's better to write than to type is like a therapy um type of thing that i do where oh, if yeah. i'm feeling very anxious and overwhelmed about something and my mind is like um, if I feel like I'm not being logical and my brain is like spiraling, I find it very helpful to make like two columns about like what my fears are versus like what the reality of the situation oh, that's is. Nice. And I do think that writing specifically that is very helpful versus typing something about the art of like actually writing it down is like soothing. Yeah, I find it much more enjoyable to write your piece of shit down in my journal more so than typing it. <laughs> much more enjoyable to me exactly uh um, what else is in here we okay we got erasers erasers. <laughs> erasers yeah those are good lots of erasers more and erasers ruler. i think she got one of those i think she also bought the erasers that go on the top of your pencils which oh, i used to love okay oh, do you remember them. biting them because i, I did, did not bite them no <laughs> you know how like people have like bite like people want to bite things yeah they bite their pens they bite their pencils this is ugh. yeah i like i have a very specific memory of biting those little pencil eraser caps oh. i want to chew it <laughs> i really you know what we need to do in one of our for one of our um like bonus podcasts what's that we need to do like a school supplies bracket of 90s school supplies because oh yeah do you remember is coming on top uh, obviously but do you remember okay i was a big fan of and i don't know what they're what they're called exactly but like 
you would put them, there were two different types. You would slide them onto your pens or pencils as like a gripper. I think they were yes. called grippers. Yeah. And they would help with like the, you know, because it would always push on your fingers when you wrote. Yeah. Um, there were like the thin ones that were kind of jelly. And then there were those like triangly type ones that yes. helped like structure yep. your hand, how you're supposed to hold the pencil. I know what you're talking about. Those yeah. I feel like would, for me, be very high up. <laughs> Do you mind. have a bump on your middle finger from holding a writing utensil? Um, I have. Yes, I do. I do. I don't have a bump on my middle finger. I, I'm a very weird. Uh, I hold my pencils in a very weird way. I have it on my ring finger, but also yes. Yeah, I do too. It'll never go away. No, I wonder if kids these days have those. Probably not, because you get them from like writing long ass essays, which now they're typing. Yeah, I so. still like the. That's like I the way I hold my pen or pencil. Yeah, it hits that yeah. point. Very interesting. Um, and then finally, well, no, not finally, a ruler, which is very handy. A but not for Dawson. To, He's going to film to school. What so, the yeah. fuck does he need a ruler for? And then the piece de resistance is the E.T. Trapper Keeper. This is fucking horrifying. Jennifer, no, your man is so a college cute. student. I think it's really, really cute. Listen, honestly. as an adult like as an adult now i would yeah. fully rock like if you give me like a jurassic park binder like a jurassic park trapper keeper i'd rock the shit out of that yeah. as a college kid embarrassing very embarrassing yeah i think that there's a certain point in your age where things go from embarrassing like when it's when you start off as like a middle schooler everything's embarrassing yeah continues on to high school and then like i guess college but people don't really give a shit in college but nonetheless like then it turns a point where things are like cute nostalgic get exactly cute nostalgic 20s. or if you're like a hipster you're like yeah. oh this is kooky and weird like right um yeah but this is wholly embarrassing this looks like it was made for a 10 year old um and yeah. she is so proud of this and dawson is very good at like smiling and being like, oh, like, oh my God. Like <laughs> Yeah, she wants to get some Reese's pieces to put in there, but yeah, she showed her that would be that too much. That would have been way too far. That really puts it over the edge. Yeah. I think it's a really this whole thing I think was a great gift. I think that he can accept and like the trapper keeper just keep it at home i think that's the point where it becomes weird is when she insists on him taking it to school yeah because he tries to do the subtle thing of like leaving without it without um, it and he has a backpack like, oh, wait and it's she, not a what did she sport. say um she goes like oh you forgot what did she say you forgot your uh have a good have a good day at school sweetie yeah yeah and playing, then she's like, playing house yeah so then he leaves and she does the like, oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. Yeah. And she calls him baby a bunch, which again, um, this is very much just a me thing. I can't, I can't do the pet names. I can't do the babes. I can't do the babies. It's, it's like, it's, it's a big ick, especially, I don't, I'm not so, I'm not, okay. The, the pet names doesn't bother me as much as babe and baby do. Mm -hmm. They're my number one. I can't, I cannot. But yeah, Jen is very excited about this. You're silent. You like the pet names? Uh, yeah, I like pet names. I do. I think, yeah. I mean, baby. I don't really call people baby. Babe, like, sweetie babe isn't is even as bad. Sweetie and honey aren't but, as bad. Uh, yeah, okay. But, 
Um, anyway, Dawson's off to school and, uh, and, oh, and Jen does mention like, oh, I have to talk to my like, uh, manager or whatever the heck. Um, oh, he called her in. Oh, well that might be later, but yeah, either they're way. Gonna she have, has to go to they're going to have, yeah, she has to go to work. They're going to meet after work. Yes. Yeah. Then um, we are in the dorm and Joey has Elliot over and they're studying question mark. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're talking about um Wilder's novel and Joey was like, Oh, it's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, No, the only reason you like it is because you think he's cute. Um, and she's just like, uh, no. <laughs> um, so anyway, so he he asks her out. He says, I know, I, I know on Friday night, unless you're busy, I know it's only Monday. He's like, he's very nervous about this whole thing. Um, he asks, if you want to see something or eat something? Um, and uh, Joey says, yeah, I would love to. Um, and so they make plans to have a little date night on Friday. Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Audrey walks in. She closes her eyes. Say my naked in here. Is anybody naked? I'm coming in. Uh, and then she is disappointed when they are not. Yeah. Are She's there like, naked people? Why in not? Here? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> Audrey's Audrey's interactions about Elliot's hair is very funny. Are She's we asking, moosing? Are we moosing? Are we moosing? <laughs> uh, his hair sucks, Audrey. I don't know what you're seeing his in it. His hair is of it's the so times. Bad. He straightened the shit out of it and got highlights. I feel like it has to be before the times. I feel it's so gross. I hate it. It's it's truly terrible. Um, but Audrey is very very excited for Joey. She's just like, oh, someone's got a boyfriend. Uh, who's got a boyfriend? Joey's got a boyfriend. <laughs> Joey says she does not have a boyfriend. She's not yeah. in the right mindset for a boyfriend. She's not into it. Do you think that she likes him at all? I think, yes. I think what it is. Here's what I think. I think Joey, this is like the first boy that Joey's been like, oh, he's kind of cute after Dawson. And I think she wants to like him more than she does. Okay, fair. Very fair. So I think she's like, you know, like trying to to go along and like put herself out there. And like, I think, I also think like, think about it. Joey has not dated a ton of people outside of her own little group out of her bubble. Correct. And I think she is like, Oh, is this what dating is like when you don't know everything about the person already? Exactly. And so I think she's like That's trying true. to want to do it. Um, but we'll see later. Like mm, if you actually yeah. wanted to do it, first of all, you wouldn't have canceled that all late. Second of all, you wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm sick. Okay. Maybe we'll reschedule. No, you would have been like, okay, let's do this date instead. Yeah. Now I think that the, another big discussion that we need to have is the nice guy discussion because yep. they keep saying, oh, he's a nice guy. I know our male listeners are probably going to bring up the argument that women don't want nice guys. Is there any truth in the statement women don't want nice guys? Um, I think there's some evidence. However, I would say very dependent on where you are in your life. Joey's a college girl. Like she wants to have a little bit of fun. She wants to have a little bit of like zest. Um, and I think ultimately you settle down with the nice guy. I think you marry the nice guy. Um, when you're in college, do you want to necessarily date the nice guy? Not really. I think you want to experiment more. What do you think? I just think that the 
Well, we've said this before, but if you think that you're the nice guy, then you're not the nice guy. Yeah. We're very big components of that. I don't think that anybody who's nice is repeatedly calling themselves nice. This is true. So I think that's first and foremost. Secondly, um, I think that what women do want somebody who treats them well of course they want somebody who's nice to them unless they have their own issues that they need to work out amongst themselves daddy issues i I didn't want to say that but you know if they're (laughs) or mom issues if they're used to being treated like shit by the people surrounded by them yeah then they're going to seek out somebody that also treats them like shit but the thing is is that um that i do think that even if you're the nice guy like you still want to feel like the sparks and the passion and the fun you know you don't want you don't want somebody that's boring because i guess what women like or some people think is nice equals boring so you can be nice but still be fun how about that i totally agree and also you can be nice to your partner while also having a little bit of like sass in there, yeah. which is, I think, the main thing. The thing people don't want is like a big pushover. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. at least most people, um, people want give and take. And so I just think, like, Elliot also, at least in, in what it feels like in the show, they don't really like dimensionalize him no. he feels very much like oh he's just he's obsessed with joey and he's willing to do whatever she wants which mm-hmm. is very boring um yeah but yeah so they're having this we whole boring people no please please don't be boring no boring is the worst thing you could be um and uh and so yeah so she jokes about like oh it, like he's oh he's a nice guy um and also i just i feel the need to throw out there that <laughs> Audrey has the the weirdest like red scarf. It's like this, she's like, just playing with. It looks like um. It kind of reminds me of like those old rabbit's feet people used to have on their keychains, like Ew, the buzz yes, on that. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, also, Audrey, that is not your bed again. Again, you're Audrey, always in Joey's bed, and you're always in Joey's bed with shoes, ma'am. Get off her bed. Truly stop it. Stop Get what you're doing. Bed. Like, stop it. I yeah. never, when I dormed, and I dormed like five years of my life, I never was in my roommate's bed. Yeah. No, it's 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 rude. It's definitely rude, especially with the shoes on. That is that is what that's over the line, Audrey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we have um Jen is at the frat house, which is massive, by the way. She's delivering Jack's mail and turns out she read it, Sarah. Yeah, yeah that's uh that is illegal. I'm pretty sure that it's, it's illegal to open yep. up other people's mail. Yep. Uh and she's their relationship right now is so weird because I don't know if they even consider each other friends at this point. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. But he keeps referencing. They keep referencing that they're friends, but they spend no time together. And And they're bigger when they do. Very bickery with each other. Exactly. So she opened the mail. He's on academic probation, which considering this is his first. um, He's only had one semester under his belt. They're in their second semester of freshman year. It's not great. It's not no. great. He failed a couple of his classes. And 
the the first semester of college like everything is like intro you know exactly you're in your intro to classes so like I think the thing is that he's probably failing not because he's not intelligent and is flunking out because of grades he's probably not handing in work and he's probably not going to class it seems like it yeah and uh so this is like a big thing for jen like she's just like what happened like why is this going on jack is very nonchalant about like like, yeah he's like listen either you play pool with me or or, like and stop talking about the grades or you can leave and so jen just just leaves because she's just like she's completely done with this yeah she's not gonna hang out at the frat house with everybody gawking at her yeah and if no, he doesn't cause... want to have a real conversation with her, then he doesn't want to. But also the fact is that he doesn't feel comfortable enough with Jen at this point to talk this out. And also he's yeah. not in a position himself to be self-aware enough to know, you know, this is actually a problem. Because he yeah. just thinks that at this point it's just like whatever. He's in the frat. He's having a good time. School comes second, fun comes first. Exactly. He's not really in the right mindset at the time. And I'm sure a lot of people go through this situation where, like, yeah, they're having so much fun in college that it's they end up so hard to balance game. having fun in college and being on your own for the first time and all that yeah. stuff. And then realizing that you're there for a purpose. Yeah. But don't skip class. It is literally hundreds of dollars per class that you skip going down the drain. This is true. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Dawson is at his new university, unnamed film school. And uh, (laughs) it's a very artsy school. Like, I can see, I think it's like I see painters, I see Mm -hmm. people with like giant portfolios where their work is. Um, I think it's supposed to be just like an artsy school. Like, there's probably fine art majors and there's probably film majors and there's probably actors it's like a whatever so oh oh hold on there is a name to the school or at least the building let's see what it's called because he enters it and it's called there's a black sign i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking something boston i think it is um it looks like Prague Film Study Program. Visual Arts Boston. Oh, maybe that's the name of it. Visual Arts Prank. Boston. Prank Film Studies Building. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so I think the school is called Visual Arts Boston or VAB. V- <laughs> Ugh, a terrible, yeah. uh, I, terrible. I'm so happy that I get to go to VAB. <laughs> terrible yeah. um but yeah the moment he enters the building there's freaking oliver who will remember from when uh dawson yeah. went to new hampshire yeah. and yes uh, the school is called visual arts boston there's oh, wow. signs everywhere in oh, the wow. in the yeah they're vabbing all over vab vab everywhere um and oliver immediately gloms onto dawson and he just is like all up in his face and he starts trash talking everyone around them like very loudly so this is the typical mean girls or rom like 10 things i hate about you thing where like oh over here is like this thing over here is this thing but just imagine roasting everybody to their face yeah the guy with the beret amazing dp picasso with his lighting too bad his ego is the size of a small country and Uh, yours is not 
uh, the girl with the braids claims to have done the nasty with Tarantino. Like that's an accomplishment, right? <laughs> I think it could be. Oh, yeah. So he, and everybody's just staring at him and is like, ooh, like what the frick is wrong with you? And then Dawson's finally like, you know what? I can make my own introductions. Yeah. <laughs> he does not want to be associated with this guy at all. No, he needs to separate himself. This guy is like a social pariah. He's Get terrible. out of there. You don't yeah. want to be a loser on your first day of film school at the no. VAB. Not, not at VAB, no. <laughs> Anything but VAB, you know? At Boston <laughs> Bay, you can be a social pariah, but not when you VAB. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Jen is doing her radio show. Um. Number one thing that, like, again, as someone who does podcasting and with, works with microphones and everything... Jen, sit the fuck still. She is moving all around. She's moving the microphone constantly. She's like messing with things. I'm like, that would come through on the microphone, especially a microphone of this like technology, like back in the day. Like you're picking up all the sounds. Yeah, she's yes. like, oh, she's like arranging flowers. And so she's like, okay, caller, you're on the on the air. And we get we get Audrey, who's like doing yoga in this very cute matching outfit. Yeah, it's lilac. It comes so it's lilac sweatpants, mm-hmm. then a little halter crop top, and then it comes with uh matching armband things. Arm it's kind of like leg warmers, but for your arms. Exactly. That's what they arm are. They're, they're arm warmers. I don't know if that's a thing. They're sure. sleeves that are not connected to her shirt. Right. And who knows why she needs these to do yoga, but she needs them. She needs and it. she calls in and she says, it's Audrey Little here. Um, my question of the day, why do, you, why do you guys do anything to get your phone number? But once they have it, they never use it properly. Why do they only use it for a booty call? And the footnote where does the term booty call come from? I mean, if booty means sex, why don't people ever just say, let's go have booty? That's a great question, Audrey. Thank you. What an icon. These are questions that I can't answer. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer to any of these either, but I do love the question of like, why do they call it a booty call? And I love Jen saying, you don't have to use your full name. Um, It's supposed to be confidential. And Audrey says, I have nothing to hide sugar plum. I am a open book. I mm. will let everybody know. I mean, she wants to be a star herself. Yeah, I mean, this is why I think they should have a, a show together. But, um, but yeah, Jen, Jen immediately is like, oh, I, I can't stand this answer. So she thinks like cute little teddy bear, and she says, "Your questions do not have to be relegated to the topics of a sexual nature. There's so much more to life than booty. There's love and romance mm. and tenderness." And I'm just like, Jen, stop it. Yeah, it's kind of sickening because the reason why her show is so interesting was that she, I don't know, there's something called, before she was too pessimistic, now she's too head in the clouds. Where can we get somewhere that's a healthy middle? We need to. We definitely need to. Um, And Audrey is sick of this because Audrey's just like, are you done with the public service announcement? Okay, great. Here's what happened. (laughs) She was wearing her new Vin Baker boots. She's looking good. She meets this guy. Let's call him butt face. (laughs) Butt face. Yes. I know that guy. And Jen says, oh, I already know what's wrong. You're, oh, I I cannot with what Jen says. She's, you're bathing in negative energy. You've lost the love. Yeah, you've lost the love. 
And she's playing with the bear the whole time. It's terrible. And she says, you should, you know what? You should share your laughter and a warm cup of tea with a man who's worthy of loving you in return. And I love Audrey being like, you want me to share tea with a worthy man? (laughs) It's like, excuse me. That is not my vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this show blows now. It's te- this is terrible. It's terrible. It's too lovey-dovey. And you're shutting down the caller. Like let yeah. let Audrey talk about buttface. Yeah. I want to hear about buttface. Me too. I'm sure he's very interesting. Me too. I would rather spend 20 more minutes on the Audrey and Jen conversation than go back to Jack's freaking college where he basically wants to go like uh, play football and the guy Blossom, who we were like, you know, a little understanding of last episode here. I mean, he's just like immediately like, um, excuse me, Jack, you need to get your grades up. That's not cool. You can't be on academic probation. Like it makes the whole um, fraternity look terrible. Uh, I actually am on team Blossom here. Me too. Until later, I will say. Because, okay. So the, the, the thing is, is that, as much as fraternities and sororities are about partying and having fun, there is a standard that they have to meet for grades. Mm. And if they don't meet that standard, then the fraternity is um, reprimanded and they get uh, like social activities taken away. They get into trouble. You know, they have to get a certain collective GPA to um to function so it actually if you are on academic probation i've heard that you do get called to standards at sororities Mm -hmm. and oftentimes you get like mandatory study hours or like you get things taken away like you can't go to parties or something like you have to get your grades up or else you are in trouble so this is very standard in the world of fraternities and it does look bad in the fraternity because the thing is is that they have a house on campus they're supposed to be you know gentlemen quote unquote they can't you do get in trouble by the university if your collective gpa is down so this is a big problem and i mean to be honest with you like blossom being like you gotta get your shit together you can't be partying and playing football all the time that is helping jack not for nothing but it is oh i'm fully with you on that part i think like uh blossom makes solid points he is he is not only looking out for Jack in terms of being like, bro, like you're tanking your GPA, but also for the fraternity that he is in charge of. I'm fully on board with, with is all he the president or is he just, he's probably the new member educator. It feels like, is, yeah, he has some role of significance. He's, is what I would say. Yeah. He's, uh, has some sort of role. He's probably in charge of, uh, the new members. I don't yeah. think he's the president. He could be. Where's polar bear. Where is he? Where's all the other guys that we've met? Where's the first guy? I don't even remember that guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. But I he's don't like, get know. your shit together. And Jack is like all like huffy and You're puffy. Not yeah. He's like, I want to just go play football. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. And then like, did he say something like, why do you get to play football? And like Blossom is like, well, you fucking dumbass. I'm not on academic probation. Yes. Yeah, I can play football. You have to go study, loser. Yeah, this is very funny. Um, and so, uh, so then we're back with Dawson. They're in class, and oh my god, this would drive me nuts. 
freaking Oliver, like reaching over, trying to talk to Dawson during class, handing it. I'm like, you were with him before. Like, why I wouldn't you hand him your script dude. then? He's so annoying. I really don't like this character. I really hate him. He wants Dawson to read his script. He wants Dawson to direct it. It's so um, big. It's such mm -hmm. a big script. Yeah. And so Dawson's like, okay, like whatever. Like I'm in class right now. Um, but then we are back on campus with Joey, who's wearing just like the tiniest of scarves, which is so of the times. <laughs> teeny tiny Very scarves. Very Not going to keep you warm at all. Uh, Elliot comes up and is asking if she's okay with Indian food for the date. Uh, I don't know if that's like a first date place. You don't think Indian food is a first date place? It's okay. So, you know, the whole thing is that like you don't want to have anything that like if you want to kiss then oh like smelly breath yeah you definitely don't want like onions and whatever you're gonna eat so i don't know hmm. um i'm just like have like a like a croissant on your first a date. croissant something unoffensive but then professor wilder comes up and he's like crashing their hangout he is uh and uh so yeah so apparently they're all done with this project that Joey was involved in. And to thank everyone, Professor Wilder is going to invite the entire group out to dinner on Friday night. Uh-oh. She totally forgets that she has a date. Totally, totally forgets. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Like, Even I'm like, girl, you were literally just talking ago, about were... it. Exactly. So she says, yes, she's all in. Uh, she has eyes for him. She is obsessed with him yeah yeah big crush on hot professor so she's just like okay great and then we see like she has the realization as soon as he walks away that oh, like oh no. shit okay so uh what do you do at this point i There's think a what you do i think yeah. okay i think the thing that a lot of uh shows back in the day uh didn't utilize is like i don't know just have a conversation with one of them right i right. think the move is you have the conversation with elliot because you can't yes. ask professor wilder to move the whole dinner for an entire group exactly. you say to elliot oh shit like i i just got invited to this like really important dinner academically it's very important for me can we do saturday night imagine saturday a date on night. saturday night yeah imagine or thursday kids go out on thursdays yeah. in college or any can day I maybe sunday catch a movie with monday you, tuesday like, yeah can i maybe catch a movie with you after the dinner on friday night and then we could do a dinner together a yeah. different night like so many ways around this that aren't faking being sick yes exactly joey you fucked up here you are a dumb bitch um <laughs> You know, I don't understand why this is a problem. Didn't the dinner get out at like seven o'clock anyway? That's the other thing. That's how you know she really wasn't even like feeling it that much. Yeah, she's but. so dumb. And honestly, you don't want to be the Friday date. You want to be the Saturday date. You want you the prime date day. Yeah. I'm if somebody you. asks you out on a date on a Monday, bitch, you're the side chick. Yeah, you are. Definitely. That's the truth. That's the truth. You um, want that Saturday date, baby. You want the prime time. Prime time date time. Yeah. Uh, we are back at Grams's house. No Grams in sight. Where's Grams? I was promised is, I was promised to Grams. I really hope Grams is like fucking around. I think she has like to she's be. like meta bow at bingo. Yeah. So I guess Dawson is hemming and hawing about what to do with Oliver's script. He's already read it. And the thing is, is that it would be easier if Dawson hated the script because then he could mm -hmm. be like, you know what? Don't have time. Don't want to. But he likes the script. It's a good script. And he 
has ideas on how to make it better. So now he's yeah. at a conflict because he does not want to associate with Oliver and he does not want to spend all of his time directing a piece that somebody else did. But his creative juices are flowing and he just wants to dig right into the piece. I think that's exactly what it is that like he like Jen says you have a twinkle in your eye like you know you like the script yeah I know you want to do it but Dawson is very much like of the mind of like you said he doesn't want to direct someone else's work and also I think he's very I think he's trying we he said it before where he's like I'm only taking three classes I'm easing myself back in Mm -hmm. I think he's also a little concerned with taking on too much too soon which is a very fair thing to be concerned with like this close after his father's passing like he, he wants to try to keep things simple and keep things easy and certainly jumping in to direct someone else's work, especially when that person is Oliver, um, is not the simplest of tasks. And But Jen, Jen knows it. Jen recognizes like what's going on that like, oh, it's very obvious you have this twinkle like you, you have been putting off talking to him like it's obvious you want to be involved in this. Um, but they make plans for lunch. Jen has to talk to her producer, um, but they make plans to get lunch together after um so Phenomenal. we'll see what happens there um and then oh, yeah, i can't with this we're in the dorm room and uh audrey decides right before work is the perfect time to do yoga um and she even has like these like incense burning yes Pacey offered to carpool he's very annoyed about this <laughs> so she has to go through like her, her entire ritual every single time she's about mm-hmm. to go to a shift and Pacey's probably been through this like dozens of times this whole yeah. thing she's like she has to connect with the earth do a little prayer to whomever she prays to and be like i will have a good day at work everything's <laughs> going to be okay i will not be screamed at today yeah i won't be snotty to any of the customers yeah. zen 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 yeah. uh lights the incense all that jazz uh, it smells so like patchouli Probably. I don't know that you're allowed to burn incense in a dorm room, but you know. Oh, definitely not. I yeah. I might have. I don't know. I yeah. had this incense burner that I got at some sort of Ren Fair or something like that. Sounds right. Yeah. And it was like, I don't, it was like a dragon. I don't know. I don't even know where <laughs> it went. Dragon? Something like that. Yeah. What? Uh, and I had the incense and I don't know why, but all incense just stinks like of course it does it's incense no but i but i was very into it back when i was in high school and i would light it and i would like be like doing my little rituals just like audrey yeah just like audrey just like audrey uh yeah so they are talking about what like joey has a dilemma Oh, and, her and Audrey's like, we have to help her with her. She made two dates for the same night. And Joey is just like, when my eyes bug out, what does that mean in your world? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so Pacey is interested. He wants to know the details. Um, and behind door number one, we have nice guy, a sweet young lad who's quite smitten with our Joey. He's cute. He's funny. He wears sweater vests, which is the only strike against him thus far. Um, Very true. But yeah, yeah. his uh, hair is really then- the issue. Behind door number two, the professor, the forbidden fruit. Ooh. Uh, and Joey says, it's not a date. It's an academic group activity. Uh, and Audrey says, it doesn't mean it can end up with date-like circumstances. The two of you wrapped around each other like squid. 
Ooh. Um, and Joey says, I, if I were to cancel an Elliot tonight, it would only f- be to further my academic career. Um, and Pacey is just like, um, the thing that you have going for you is your academic career. You need a social life. Um, I love her line of this is it. We are socializing right now. That's plenty of socializing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the one, the one, again, uh, I do think the show at this point is not respecting its own continuity here. Um, because Pacey says, um, you know what? Been there, done that. It's good. And I'm just like, Pacey. Things ended terribly with you and Tammy. I think that she, he said, I'm good. Like, no, I'm he good. Said, he said, all right, if you're, uh, Audrey says, I'm all for you betting down with a gorgeous professor. And Pacey says, oh, yeah, been there, done that. It's good. Maybe he just meant the sex is good. I don't know why, but I, was, I thought it was like, I'm good. Like, don't do it. No, no. He was saying, like, it's, it's, it's hot. Mm. which again does not track and also is a bit strange considering Pacey and Joey dated and it seems like we're just like you know well I don't know because like they start talking about boyfriends like oh like are you not ready for a boyfriend and Pacey turned around and like ejected himself from the conversation at that point yeah uh I don't know I it just it's it's very weird um and Audrey accuses Joey of like uh not being ready for a boyfriend and uh like she's just like you know what like some people think they're ready and they're not and then it's you know they it's not it's not going to a dinner a bunch of times and getting greasy afterwards which is such a gross way to say having sex getting greasy getting greasy baby then you're doing something wrong you're doing something wrong you don't need to lube everywhere okay water-based lubricant it's easily washable also you don't need to lube everything like (laughs) maybe you do maybe is it is audrey just like covering your entire body that's what i'm saying you're gonna slide right off the bed you're well that you're nothing to grab onto if you're all slippy what about those candles that you melt down and they become massage oil i've literally never heard of this really yeah they're candles and you light them and then they melt down and then you pour the wax but it's not wax it's there they melt down into massage oil and then like you massage your partner with the oil isn't that slippy it the way like the way it burns it doesn't get that hot wow well but pleasure is pain <laughs> um yeah sure that's massage oil though i guess then you're getting greasy but yeah, i was exactly. thinking of like lube and i'm like girl you don't need to put the lube everywhere like okay to be honest with you they're children and they probably don't even know what lube is that's so. true they might not know what and lube they is. definitely don't have massage oil candles so i don't know what they're talking about they're probably at the stage where they're like oh you know what food and sex is fun let's get some cool whip and like you know do it that way yeah let's get sticky sticky no all bad mm-hmm. whatever it's fine it's yeah. not fine so None of this is fine Joey agrees. She's going to go out with nice guy. Um, Pacey and Audrey leave. Uh, Jack sees Blossom again. And it turns out that Jack got an A on his quiz, which is great. Blossom is like, sorry, I was on your back. I'm just looking out for you. And Jack is super defensive. And he's just like, "Um, it felt like you were like on my back. Not you had my back. He is the drama. He really, he's been turning. He's such a jackass this season. I really can't. <laughs> Truly living up to his namesake. That's for sure. Uh, 
yeah, so he's just so prickly. He doesn't understand that, you know, he it's all for his own good. Like, like if you flunk out of the college, then you're not going to be in your beloved fraternity. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, he's, it's just like, especially because Blossom at this point is trying to be really nice. He's like, Oh, let's, let's go like celebrate your accomplishment. Let's go get drinks. Like all the boys will go. And I'm like, okay, that's like a very nice thing. Like, yeah, sounds great. He's being nice. Yeah. Very Um, nice. We're back to, the vab and some back to vab some people are judging his trapper keeper dawson's trapper keeper the et trapper keeper and he says it's a gift and then uh oliver comes around and is like tell me what do you think what do you think about my script are you ready to sign on here's my preliminary schedule for filming and yeah. dawson's like i can't do it and then oliver is like really trying to convince him that he has to be the one to direct it yeah and like dawson can't help himself he gives oliver a note and mm-hmm. like that's yeah, no all oliver is like oh you have notes on my script and dawson's like yeah if you and he's like okay great come on uh let's go to lunch yeah. uh he's and Dawson's to have like, lunch with jen he is supposed to have lunch with jen um and oliver's just like bring your notes and dawson is just immediately like okay sure oh he can't say no you know? He, you know, Dawson, he can be a bit of a pushover. We've seen this yeah, before. You can't say no. You have to just be firm with Oliver and well, say, I think also, I'm not doing your film. I also think he secretly wants to do the film. So, like, he's much more likely to be, like, pushed over. You know what I mean? That's then it's truly on him why it is. this is happening. It very much is. Yeah. Um. All right. We're going to go back to Citizen's Restaurant. But first, let's take a quick ad break. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, back to citizens. Jen Civilization. Oh, (laughs) civilization. Whatever, same thing. Um, Jen is eating garnish. A big as, I think parsley. I think she's eating Italian parsley or curly parsley. But like, what the fuck? Like, you're in a five star restaurant and you're eating garnish. She is a rabbit. She likes to eat parsley and greens. I don't know what to say. There's literally bread right there behind Pacey, but you choose to eat the garnish. And she's like venting to Pacey like she got in trouble with her boss saying they've been terrible, that she's going to get fired. And like she's just like, you know what? I was miserable before and now I'm happy. And I love Pacey being like, ah, nobody likes happy people. (laughs) Nobody likes happy people. You have to uh, be a little pessimistic if you want to survive. And she's like, but if you have relationship questions don't you want to take it from people that are in happy relationships it goes no you want advice from people who are more dysfunctional than you so that you can feel better about yourself this is so true though yeah. like this is why we can't have an advice podcast yeah but also i think like 
you want it's it's not just that it's the entertainment value right yeah. like there's no entertainment in someone who's just like oh love it life is wonderful yeah. um, well toxic positivity which i do yeah. not like no it's gross um and so jen tells pacey like okay say something disgusting um but before he has the chance she gets a phone call from dawson hello my little pumpkin hello my and little i pumpkin. vomited everywhere you i could don't not like my little pumpkin i fucking hated it and it wasn't even just that she called him pumpkin it was like the tone of like hello my little pumpkin yeah my little pumpkin and uh pacey's like oh yeah she's she's done for that's it Mm. um so elliot is at joey's dorm and he says oh uh, like i was trying to you know i didn't know seven seven thirty like what what time we should go and joey says oh i was about to call you i think i'm coming down with something um, she like assures him like, oh, my throat's just scratchy. I don't want to get you sick. Like I really did want to go. Um, and so Joey's like, I'm so sorry. It's last minute. Uh, but Elliot says, maybe we could do that. Some We could do it some other time. And Joey says, absolutely. And I'm like, if you really liked him, you would have rescheduled in that moment. Yeah. You fucked up. You fucked up. I think that, well, I mean, or if she really doesn't like him, then you can just say, you know what? I thought about it and I just want to be friends. Which she does eventually later in the episode. But like, um, I agree with you. I think like be honest with him. Maybe she just didn't know her feelings at the time. But to yeah. me, it's fairly obvious she really didn't want to make this work because you definitely could have. Like, first of all, even if you did want to go to the dinner, you just reschedule for this date later. But she yeah. didn't. Or don't um, wait until freaking Friday. That I know was she had rude. I, that was very, very rude. Poor very Elliot. Rude. Even though we're we don't even care about this Elliot, is, I did yeah. feel bad for him. This is what happens when you're just hemming and hawing about your all your decisions, as Joey does. You yeah. need to be decisive, Joey. Bad girl. Please, please. Yeah. Uh Jen is trying to be a bad girl again by reading a bunch of magazines. <laughs> so yeah, she has a lucky magazine and in style but then she also has penthouse yeah and is I reading don't know. dirty magazines that which looks like it interesting i like is she just trying to you know the tiktok sound of like tell me something that's going to make me angry uh and then they say something and they're like oh that will do it like is that what she's trying to do she's trying to get she's trying triggered. to get annoyed to get mad she's trying to get mad yeah she's trying to get mad and then like keep that energy up um and uh and so yeah jen blames dawson dawson comes in and he's just like oliver wants to come to dinner with us and jen is really upset because he already spent all day with him um he's like yeah but we're not done and uh and so jen is like actually really happy she's like oh are you gonna do the movie and he's like i don't know um and so she's just like no it's fine like he can come to dinner and fucking oliver Pops his head up like a goddamn gopher. How did he get into this house? Well, Dawson let him in the house, but he told him to stay downstairs. But apparently he just fucking Mm. followed her up there. No, 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 no. Don't come in. You can't explore Grams' house. You stay downstairs. You are chained to the living room. Yeah. This guy's a creep. Very much a creep. Um, Also, this is uh, Dawson's attic. So I think that this is his bedroom. This is definitely his bedroom. these penthouses were dawson's well i thought jen bought them i don't know i think that dawson's like buying and hiding Hmm. penthouses in grams's house interesting yeah dawson you're a freak (laughs) 
um just stacks and stacks of magazines underneath dawson's bed so high that the bed itself is lifting yeah they don't even need a um he doesn't even need a bed frame he just uses the stacks of penthouse (laughs) um so now we're at civilization and uh why are they why are these college boys hanging out yes at a high dining experience i had this written down experience. what the fuck is this college go to kids, a college bar college kids cannot afford civilization they're looking for two dollar pbrs they are which, not looking for this exactly which makes me very concerned that pacey is just like come like you can come like i'll cover your tab or like i'll give yeah. you the employee discount which is like going to get pacey in so much trouble Mm-hmm. yeah this is all this all makes no sense it's basically just a way to have pacey involved in the storyline yeah and freaking eric comes over and like gives uh jack some shit about being on academic probation um and he's just like come on like you have to be doing well for everybody to want to like uh to hang out with you and jack is really upset because he says oh it's a conditional brotherhood it's like jack you're in a fraternity like yeah maybe they're your friends but they're a part of this group that relies on the like them doing well academically so while i i understand like being annoyed if they're like distancing themselves from you and like not being friendly that i understand the fact that they want you to do well in school is not something you should be angry about yeah but he wants them to just not care that it's going to affect the fraternity because it should be unconditional. Like you should, you know, I mean, I mean, they, it's not like they don't like him because he's not doing well in school. It's just that they, they need him to do well. Like it matters to them. Like Jack is mad that it matters to them, but I also don't understand at this moment because we see Jack like at the bar drinking. It seems like the, Jack is being the one that's distancing himself. That's what. That's where I got confused. I, that's He's where sleeping. I was like questioning it because all the guys are hanging out together, like in like a lounge area, and Jack is drinking alone at the bar. And I'm like, okay, well, who was the one who distanced themselves? Like, was it all the guys left Jack there, or was it Jack distanced himself? Because it, we don't know. I think that he's being a freaking grump and a half, and he's distancing himself. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I totally, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think, I think there's, that's probably accurate. And also like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, like maybe it's like rude, but like if you're friends, like the, this other guy that this other brother that came up to him, which is like sucks to be you, you're on academic probation, like get your shit together. Like yeah. that's like friend talk, you know? Yeah. I don't no, I know. Like maybe I'm being like too callous but i feel as though it's not out of bounds for a, somebody to be like <laughs> like what are you freaking doing get your shit together it feels like, like he thought that okay he expects this from jen right like he expects jen to get on his case yeah i feel like he didn't expect i felt like he thought like oh everyone at this frat maybe is on academic probation like yeah. he didn't expect them to get on his case like jen would get on his case and so he's like even more upset about that right exactly um, but yeah. but yeah exactly i think that he's just sulking i don't think that he the is, brothers were yeah. like he's being the one that's awkward yeah he's sulking in the corner for sure yeah 
um, onto dinner with Professor Wilder. Everyone finishes up dinner. It's already, it's only, uh, so they got dinner at six o'clock, meaning they had the rest of their night to themselves. So everybody has to go do different things. And Joey says, oh, I don't have anything planned. Just going back to the dorms. And I was like, mm, okay. And so the professor's like, oh, well, we're going the same way. And so he like offers her his arm. And I'm just like, well, you, yeah, no that touching. was a little, that was a little, you don't offer the arm unless you. It's a romantic gesture. That's an intimate gesture. Yeah. And, okay. I should say intimate. Yeah. Because it's like, I could do that with like a friend. Like I, that wouldn't be out of bounds for me to do that with one of my like good friends, but it's Correct. inappropriate for a professor student relationship. Sure. So now they're talking. And of course, of course he brings up his freaking book or somebody brings up his book oh my god authors love to talk about their own work this guy loves talking about himself and like he's trying to say it's a bathroom book like it's terrible but joey says it was it was honest it was riveting he's fishing for compliments like that's what he's looking for he's it feels like both though it feels like he's fishing and joey is like gushing i exactly yes yeah, yeah. she's and- she's treating it's exactly what i said a couple of episodes ago that like she treats him like a god and his ego is loving it this i feel like this is why professor student relationships happen so much is because the professors are like a little bit narcissistic and have big egos and like want to hear how great they are. And students are like a little young and a little bit like hero worship. Mm -hmm. And so it like, it gets into this really uncomfortable, not great power dynamic. And I feel like this is a really, uh, I I don't want to see it, but it's a good example of like why that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so Joey says, oh, like the girl in it was great. Like, oh, is she based on a real person? Um, and like talks about like, oh, this one character, Michael, like obviously that was you. Um, then we're back with Dawson, Oliver and Jen at a restaurant and poor Jen is just being talked over the entire time. It's so frustrating. Like yeah. she's um, a nobody in this conversation. No, no one wants to listen to her ideas and it's really upsetting. And Oliver is just like. Oh, he talks over Jen. He's just like eating the last slice of pizza. Like he's being a, a dickhead. And I don't like Oliver. I think he's an asshole. And I don't mind him and Dawson going back and forth in terms of like, uh, like tete a tete or whatever, disagreeing about this writer, this right, this, excuse me, this script and the direction of it and everything. But like, have this conversation without Jen around then if you're not going to take any of her input. It was just very rude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so rude to, and it, it, I just feel like it's because like these two guys are just like film buffs and yes. listen, like to listen to themselves talk, but yep. it's also the fact that like, I don't know, sometimes when you're, ugh, I just feel like it's not a good position to be the third wheel in this type of setting because yep. people are not going to listen to you they're just gonna over they don't respect you. her opinion like no. that's what it is and it's really annoying like i feel for jen here where like this was supposed to be our dinner and then yep. you invited oliver and then you talked over me like it's it's terrible um back to joey and the professor um and uh joe again joey's still gushing over the book and uh and so joey brings up oh the, the woman isn't as all as all, at all how i pictured her 
Uh, and he says, who? And she says, your wife. And he says, I don't have a wife. And we remember back in like one of the first couple of episodes, um, he mentioned a kid and wife. And he says, oh, I must have been trying to rationalize some bad behavior at the time. I used the wife and kid bit to get me out of things I don't want to do. Weird. That's very suspicious. It just makes yes. me feel like he really does have a wife and kids. Uh, and now he's lying to. Oh, interesting. Be like, oh, Joey, like I'm single and available. It feels to me like uh, really scummy to like lie about having a wife and kids just to get you out of things. Like if no. it's something that's very, I mean, that's a big lie. <laughs> like that's not my throat hurts and I don't want to, you know, I want to stay home. That is, I have a whole ass family I'm lying about. Um, yeah. I, I think he has to, right? I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. In my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if what you're saying is correct, but it feels to me more like he's just a big lying, stupid face. Like he just, he lies all the time is what it feels like. And he's saying like, oh, but the girl in the book was real. I loved her. There was a million reasons we broke up. Like, uh, she was like nuts. And that's what you want when you're 21, but you don't want that when you get older. And then they both decide to go get coffee um, together. And I'm just like, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, it's different if they're, I guess, to an extent, they're discussing her homework because he did, um, like, assign his book. His own book, yeah. But it feels like a very intimate conversation to be having between a professor and a student. Like, it's way too personal. Yeah, I guess. It is. I don't know. It's just, ugh. Um, so yeah, they're going to go, they're going to go get coffee together. Um, and Jen is getting more and more, more, more annoyed. annoyed. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I would just be like, you know what? You, you all go, but it doesn't matter because Oliver goes first. Also, she wants to get the last piece of pizza, but Oliver took it first. Yeah. He's a dick. He's a yeah. big dick. And, and then Jen he took is one bite out of it and then threw it on the pizza pie board. Yeah. Threw it back. And Jen is like even more annoyed because Dawson's like, oh, can you believe the guy? And Jen is just like, okay, but it was both of your faults. Like it yeah. wasn't even, it was Oliver is like, obviously without Oliver there, like Dawson isn't going to be that way. But like Dawson also basically was ignoring Jen the entire time too. I really just would not love to sit through that conversation. If I'm Jen, I'm probably like, hey, I'm going to, like, grab an extra go. slice to go. Like, yeah. I'll see you at home. Like, and try to, try to play it off, like, very casually in the moment. And then when I'm alone with Dawson, like, have a, a co more conversation about it. But maybe she like, needed this bad experience so that she could get her edge back for her radio show. Yeah. I Yeah, that's true. It did give her the edge. But I also, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I don't. I don't blame Dawson. I mean, I blame Dawson a little bit, but it's more like I understand how Dawson gets like swept up when he's talking movies with like someone else who's interested in movies. Like I yeah. understand getting swept up in that conversation, but then I think you do that without Jen there. I just think you, you mm -hmm. just, you wait until it's more appropriate. Yeah. Um, Joey and Wilder are like sitting on a bench together um, they're by the riverfront. It's so, it's so it's romantic looking romantic. Yes um so they start talking about stuff that they probably shouldn't like yeah he asks her about dawson yeah what happened to the guy in that story and she goes well the guy 
met or re-met a girl and it's over and he is like you know they kind of have the the nice guy discussion like the nice guy the people that you're not supposed to like give you the butterflies you know the nice guys don't give you the butterflies yeah and I think this gets into exactly what we were talking about of like Joey's issue with dating people she's uh not already like friends with is she says it's really hard to date because it takes energy and effort and you don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be worth it at the end. Yeah. So what's, what's the, the point? She's like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, um, and he says, uh, but it's worth it for all of the butterflies that you get with the right people. Um, and yeah, like you said, Joey says, right. But the nice guys, they don't get you this. They don't give you the butterflies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he asks, and again, this is an appropriate who conversation. Does? Yeah. Who, who does? does? And, and she, she goes, says, people um, that shouldn't. Yeah. And they're, they're very, they're very close together. Yeah, very close says, talkers. Yeah. He says that seems, that hardly seems fair. And she says, nope, not at all. And they lean in and kiss. And the way Joey describes this later to Audrey is like, oh my God, it was like, beautiful. it was wonderful. Like it was, it was so romantic. It was like, there were butterflies, there were sparks, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know if Joey is just a no, because Joey and Pacey had a lot of chemistry, so she's not a bad kisser. Um, this kiss did not look great to me. What about you? I mean, and I mm-hmm. I say this as someone who is trying to be unbiased about the fact that I don't like this relationship. Yeah, but this kiss was not like their faces barely moved. Joey's lips were barely moving at all. <laughs> I think Joey is a bad kisser. Um, Maybe Pacey actually- just elevates her kissing. I think that she's kind of like a dead fish. She is. She just dead mouths it. She yeah. doesn't move her lips or her face. She just goes Moo, and just leaves her face <laughs> there. She's like a freaking trout just sitting there waiting to be kissed. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the that's definitely an issue. They kind of get out of it at the same time as quickly as they get into it. He's like, oh shit, I'm going to jail. Yeah, I'm I'm going to prison, aren't I? (laughs) Yeah, and she goes like, no, like, I think that I was an accomplice. Like, I'm as uh, guilty as you are. Um, So I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I personally, I think that uh, I kind of like the spice. Like, I think that it is like scandalous. So I'm more into it than you are. Um, also I think it helps that like, I felt like the Pacey and Tamara thing was extremely inappropriate because like Pacey was literally a child. He was like 15 years old and Tamara was like 30, whatever. And like, I mean, I probably feel like there's likely 10 years between them. Yeah. I would, if Joey's like 19, wouldn't surprise me if this professor was like early thirties, probably. Yeah, exactly. So probably our I, age. Yeah. Just picture yourself kissing a college guy right now. Yeah. I mean, that's very, very true. Um, it's just it's more, it's less the age gap for me and more of power dynamic. The power dynamic. I do fucked. know somebody, um, my college, my favorite college professor actually did get into a relationship with a student that was a few years older than me. And it was like very scandalous at the time. And he, I don't know, it was like all the gossip, of course. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they did get married and they have twins, twin girls. 
and they started their own interior design business together and they're really happy. I mean, the thing for me is more like, okay, we'll wait until they're not your student anymore. And then there's not as much of a bad they power. They did dynamic. wait until. Well, there you go. They did. But, but like, obviously things were happening. Like, of course. Of course. Under for them the to fall in love in the big, in the first place, for sure. Um, so yeah, so they end up, they part ways, um, but it's very like Joey's like looking over her shoulder as she walks away as Wilder looks like, oh fuck. And to me, okay, I don't know about you, but I was like, he has this look on his face of like, oh fuck, not this again. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like he's done this before. Yeah. I don't know. Um, You think that he's like gone after a girl before? I just think like, he's just like, oh fuck, I got myself into the situation again. Like, I feel like he, it's not, I feel like it wouldn't surprise me to find out Wilder gets too close to his students. Um, especially like when he was like trying to set up Joey with fucking Elliot, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like too far. Um, but we're back at civilization and Blossom looks drunk, I think. And he's like, you know what? If you walk the line between partying and studying, maintain the balance, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack is just very annoyed, like, oh, you're like, you're, you're have like way too much of a, you know, you're like way too obsessed with like what my schooling is like. Um, and Blossom is getting upset. He's like, oh, I thought we were friends. And Jack says, oh, yeah, I, we were friends until I slip up and fail some classes. And then we're not. Um, he says, you don't care about my troubles. You only care about how it affects the house. And Blossom says, yeah, that's right. Uh, the house comes first. What don't you get? And uh, so Jack's like, you know what? I guess not. So he walks away. And this is where I really did not appreciate Blossom, where he says, don't go getting all emotionally. Don't go getting all emotional yeah. on me. Your eyes welling up and whatnot. Man, it's like talking to a chick. Yeah. And I, that is where I was yeah, like. That's where he lost me as well. That was inappropriate. But <sighs> I'm mean, not saying he didn't have good points about like caring about the house and like Jack needing yeah. to get his shit together. Yeah. But I feel like this I is think a that that was a punch worthy. I mean, I can understand why up until then, like I think that Jack was acting kind of like a whiny baby, but I think that Blossom at that point deserved to get punched. He hit a nerve because how many times do you think Jack has hurt as a gay man? How many times do you yeah. think he's heard the like, oh, like calling the, someone a girl? Yeah, know? it's inappropriate. Yeah. It's, yeah. And he and Blossom, really the way Blossom says it to you, like it's Jack by himself at the bar and Blossom with all the frat bros behind him. And when yeah. he says, oh, it's like, like talking to your division. chick. Yeah. yeah. He's like looking around at his brothers like he's making a silly joke and wanting like, you know, them to laugh um so yeah it's not great and jack throws a stool comes to like get it gets him in the guy's face gets him in blossom's face and eric tries to step in and is like oh he's just messing with you out comes pacey and it's just like okay like let's get a cup of coffee like no let's stop this um and jack just calls uh, blossom a jackass uh and blossom says yeah, Blossom says, you were supposed to help us clean up our image. As it turns out, you've done nothing but make it worse. It wasn't even worth bringing you into the house. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, now now he's just over there. Now I feel like he Jack can't come back from this. Like, and I feel like it's no. time for him to go. Like, that was – but also, it's just one guy saying this, and they're all drunk, and they're getting into a fight. And I don't know. Like, maybe it. this is not necessarily – like the collective thought of everybody i just feel like 
we were presented as Blossom is the like head guy. And not only that, but he was like the guy that apparently cared the most about Jack, right? He was the one who was trying to um mediate trying to like help situation yeah and so if even blossom and also i really feel like it hits a nerve when he says you were supposed to help us clean up our image feels very much like oh we were trying to hit our quota with like getting a gay frat guy in and that was supposed to help and you're getting bad grades and so that makes us look bad and i'm just like oh so he was just a number to you you know what i mean like it feels the yeah. way he's phrasing the that makes it guy, feel like that's the case. i mean it's not new news for jack because the first guy essentially said that he was like you are meeting a quota but we also want you i know i think i think that's just something that jack has always felt insecure about and yeah. i think him saying that made it worse so i'm not surprised that jack punched him um, but yeah, now there's this like big fight and, you know, Pacey has to get involved. He stops Jack, but Jack like slams his hand on a piece of glass. And so he's bleeding and it's like, oh my God, all the drama Audrey has to help out. And Audrey, poor Audrey is just like, I don't think she wants to deal with the blood at all. <laughs> no blood is messy and gross. No, 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 no. How did the glass break? I don't understand. So Pacey basically like grabbed Jack away from the guys and like pushed him on the bar. And then one of the glasses on the bar like smashed and Jack's hand was right there. So do you think yeah. like, what's the outcome? Like, is Jack going to get kicked out of the fraternity? Is he going to get in trouble? I think either is way he he's done quit? with the fraternity. I think either he quits or he gets kicked yeah. out. I don't know which though. Probably. Probably both. It's like a mutual like, okay, we're done here. Um, Then Joey gets home at her dorm and Elliot has left her a little care package, like a get well soon situation with like NyQuil and like chicken soup and a card. This is very sweet. That was very sweet. And he made the card of like construction paper and he got her NyQuil, which you have to get ID to buy. Yeah. And, rub. Yeah. All the nice stuff. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even appreciate it. No, she just looks a little guilty about the whole thing. Um, Jen is uh, getting ready and Dawson immediately comes in to apologize. He's like, I could have handled it better. Uh, and then Jen thinks he's apologizing to her, but he says, yeah, poor Oliver. The guy was really ups- upset. And, uh, and so, yeah, so Jen is just very annoyed. <laughs> uh, cause, and Dawson's just like, are you mad at me? And Jen is just like, ding, ding, ding. I've only been pissed off at you since last night. Uh, and so he's, she's upset because he ditched her and then he invited what a timely reference, Dennis the menace along to dinner. And, uh, Dennis the menace very funny and uh so yeah she's just like you let that loud mouth weasel treat me like i'm a piece of arm candy <laughs> yeah i mean obviously he yeah. oliver sucks i can't i, yeah. I don't want to i'd rather have gooey any day well and i think jen makes a good point where she, she was gonna try to tell them the first sex scene is gratuitous it's just an excuse for oliver to look at a pair of boobs in the flesh exactly and the fact that i mean we find out in the next scene that he wants to play the main character so he wants to have intimate sex scenes so yeah. it is very gratuitous yeah um, but they don't even get to finish having this like argument because Jen realizes like her anger is back. And so she like kisses Dawson and she's like, I forgive you. And she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let her rant. She'll yeah. get her edge back. People will 
like her show she won't get fired yeah this is so funny good um, and like it's not like she's super mad at dawson she's just mad at the situation yeah no you're right exactly she's more annoyed at the situation but now she's excited because this has led to her like getting her edge back um then we're at joey's dorm with joey and audrey and audrey's all excited she's a yogi master uh she's centered she's balanced um but as soon as joey says i kissed my professor last night and just dumped nice guy audrey just like immediately tips over <laughs> uh and she's just like what uh and so yeah joey says uh technically ellie and i weren't really going out so it wasn't a dump but i did give him back his nyquil so it sounds like she came clean at least oh that's good you know what nyquil's really expensive and i think that's a really nice thing that she did to give it back yeah yeah Um, that was uh like a 15 dollar bottle of medicine what a kind gesture and you get really funky dreams from it Oh, really? I don't know that I've ever had funky dreams from Nicole. Oh, I always got funky dreams from it. And he got her the green color. And the green color tastes like licorice. It really fucks you up. Wait, there's a green color NyQuil? I've only had the blue one. Uh, Okay, NyQuil comes in red and green. What? So I have no idea what color you're thinking of. And okay, then DayQuil blue... is orange. No, DayQuil's always orange. But NyQuil is blue. It's green, bitch. Nyquil bottle. I'm looking this up right now. Let's see. Nyquil bottle. Oh, it is green. What did I think it was blue? Maybe I thought the blue label. Um. So what? He got her the green one versus what's the difference between the green one and the red one? Licorice flavored versus cherry. And what? I think the, I think I've that literally the green never is tasted better. this licorice you speak of. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it, I hate licorice, but like it's 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 good stuff. This is very weird. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Audrey doesn't care about any of that. What, what am I, like the poster child for freaking NyQuil? Apparently. I don't know. I haven't been sick in three years. I, well, <laughs> I'm not taking NyQuil. Uh, must just stick out in your memory. Um, Audrey doesn't care about any of that. She wants to know about the kiss. Was there tongue involved? <laughs> no, there wasn't. It was mm-hmm. just flat, closed mouth kissing. It was dead fish kissing. Uh, Audrey says... Um, uh, are you saying you wanted to sleep with him? And Joey yes. says, no, I don't Uh-oh. know. But I didn't, didn't want to stop kissing him. Uh, and the reason she stopped is because she freaked out. She got scared like she, like always she does. normally does. And I ran away. Yep. I mean, that is Joey's problem. Uh, obviously, she's a big time runner. But what is she going to do? Like, you know. Yeah, she says she came to Worthington to change her life and become a different person. But her stupid life followed her here. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? Okay, yes, you went to the same you you know i does she mean dawson like dawson followed me to boston is that no what she, means? she means like her her lease on life is the same because like, all of her friends are still i mean in in the same city essentially her old life did follow her here even grams is there it's true um but i think it's more of like the way she, her philosophy on life is like the same yeah but uh, but yeah, she says she's trapped. She can't wipe the slate clean. She, if I pretend to be somebody new, everybody here already knows me. Um, and Audrey says, why do you have to be someone new? If you were, maybe we wouldn't be friends. Oh, yeah. Um, what a good so friend. Audrey is great. She gives solid advice. She, she's the one should have the advice thing. Uh, she, she says opportunities keep presenting themselves, but they're presenting themselves to you, not me, not to anybody else. And all you have to do is seize them. 
Stop wasting your time wishing you were somebody else and grab a hold of what uh, has been coming to you because you never know when it's going to come your way again. And then she immediately jumps into how good of a kisser was he on a scale of one to 10. <laughs> Joey says 20. And I'm like, girl, that was not a 20 kiss. Well, she's just so infatuated with him that yeah. I think that he can do no wrong at this point. Yeah. Jen is eating noodles and on her radio show. And the one rule, rule number one, no eating on a podcast or radio show. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's literally rule number one. Yeah. And she is eating lo mein on the radio show. It's horrendous. With chopsticks. Very skilled um, chopsticks. Chopsticker. Yeah. But I did love the, uh, so the, the advice she's giving, um, is like, okay, what, uh, your boyfriend is going to break up with you if you don't wear thong underwear. And I love how she says two options. You can dump him or you can dump him. Hello guys. Word to the wise before you try and force your girlfriend into a thong. Why don't you try putting a piece of floss between your butt cheeks and see how you like it? Yeah. I agree. Don't, if a guy is like, um, you need to wear thong underwear. Like, fuck you. I don't, I don't like full coverage underwear i it's uh, that's not the point though it's not about like if it okay fine it would be the same thing as if a guy was like you need to wear full coverage underwear like you're basically it's okay the issue is like wear whatever underwear you want don't that's make the, the guy tell you what to, to want yeah uh, what what he wants it, it, it's like i don't like thong underwear it feels like it's giving me a wedgie constantly and i do not like that i don't want a wedgie yeah i mean i hear you everyone has their preferences i think the point is let your girlfriend wear whatever the fuck kind of underwear she wants. Or no underwear at all, if that's what she wants. <laughs> I just get concerned. About underwear? About, no, about if you don't. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but that's your own, like, vaginal health, you know? Everybody look out for their own vaginal health. Sure. Look out for number one, which is sure. apparently your badge. Anyway, um... Uh, Jack comes into civilization and gives Pacey a check for the damages. And look at Mr. Moneybags. Just that's right. Spending I feel like he's Mr. Mc... Dad. Yeah, spending Mr. McPhee's cash, paying off the damages. Yeah. And it's really annoying because Pacey's like, you could have gotten me fired. Like, do you yeah. not want to have a discussion about this? And I feel like I really appreciate this because Pacey and Jack do have history. Like they they were very close when dealing with the Andy thing and so like I appreciate that like Pacey is taking the, the time to be like Jack like why are you doing this to yourself like mm -hmm. I know you're flunking out of school and listen I've been there like I think Pacey's a perfect character to have this conversation oh with absolutely Jack. absolutely because there's no judgment involved it's not like Pacey knows and we know Jack is not stupid he's not flunking mm -hmm. class for lack of intelligence he's flunking class because he's not trying at all yeah exactly i don't even know if he's going to class well that's the thing and pacey's just like listen i know it actually bothers you you're flunking out of school you're drinking too much and also you could just hang out with these guys who just like attacked you last night uh and and pacey says i was there like it was 10 on one they left you here bleeding like apparently they left after yeah. jack like cut his hand yeah and Nobody which really stayed. sucks like it sucks that not even one of them was like yeah. i'll stay behind and make sure he's okay yeah yeah the like, frat's glowing i can't defend it anymore they no it's it's just shitty like it's they could have i don't like the storyline at all it's not working for me like it feels like 
if Jack is going through something, I wish we were seeing more of it versus just seeing the frat stuff. Like, I wish we were seeing more of like, if Jack is acting out, if he is feeling this way, I want to see more of that and less of yeah. the, resu- I the d- results. I, I do think that the fraternity is uh, almost gone for the, to the with this world. Like, I we'll don't think see, that yeah. we're going to have more than I think the next episode will probably be the last time we see with the fraternity in my prediction. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but Jack doesn't even like listen. He just he just basically just leaves. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So yeah. So Dawson um apologizes to Oliver about yesterday. Well, Oliver should apologize to him. Truly, really, honestly. honestly. Also, freaking Dawson has one of those like crossbody backpacks. What a loser! <laughs> like crossbody backpacks are almost as bad as rolly backpacks. But I think they were like, weren't they like trendy at the time? It just is so ugly and it's orange. I hate it. It is ugly. It's that orange color is really hideous. But I do like his jacket though. Yeah. He's looking very northern exposure. Definitely. The the corduroy jacket. Um, But yeah, he says uh, he was trying to feel as little as possible. Um, And Oliver was like, I understand like you didn't want to throw yourself into a new project um, because you're going to get the downswing when you finish it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so Oliver was just like, I I like this scene though. Like, I don't like Oliver, but I did like that. Like, at least Dawson has someone to connect to on the filmmaking stuff. Sure. And that's not a competitor. Exactly. And like, Oliver is understanding about like, oh, well, I know how it feels. Um, and so Dawson agrees to sign on, um, to direct it. And it turns out that Oliver wants to play the lead. Hmm. Yeah, that's why he does not want to direct it. Yep. So okay, that's gonna have be fun. See you never. Oh, well, you're gonna see a lot of him. I think. I think Oliver is like the Yui of this season for sure. Ugh. Right? Don't you think so? Yeah. yeah, probably. I just want him to be like less annoying. Uh, I can't disagree with you there. I definitely will not disagree with you. But at least his hair is not disturbing. Um, no, no, his hair isn't. I wouldn't call it disturbing. Um, it's like the Bieber before the Bieber. It it yes, spot on. That's exactly what it is. It's a Bieber. Um, okay, Bieber so Jason. as promised, um, before we go into some feedback, we need to do. We're a little late, but we need to do our mid-season character rankings. All right, we love to rank things, and here we go. So I think we need to include the Creek Creeps. So let me just list who we have on this uh, on right, so we know who we're even ranking. Sure. We have uh, we have Dawson. We have this. We have the trio: Dawson, Joey, Pacey. We have the remaining McPhee, who's Jack, uh, Jen, and then we have Audrey. Yes. Am I missing anybody? No. Okay. Rams. I mean, Grams is barely here. I don't even know that she needs to be included in this. I'm just joking. Um, okay, so I have written mine down. Um, I'm just, I'm like, I'm contemplating a back and forth between two different characters. But mm-hmm. you know what? I think we're going to do, I think we're going to do that. Okay. Coming in last place for me, um, number six of six is Jack. I don't, I think he's been a dick this season. I don't really particularly like the frat storyline. Um, I just think he's not had a great showing of his first year of college. Hopefully things improve for him. Um, in fifth place, I have Joey. And I, I don't think like she's had a bad season. I just think like 
the whole Dawson melodrama at the beginning of the season was very mad to me. And then we have like <laughs> this professor thing, which I really don't like. And it just feels like she's not having a, co- a fun college experience. The, like the main reason she was ahead of Jack is because Jack is actually like bad. But I did like the, on the plus side, I, we love other Joey and we'd love to see more of other Joey. So hopefully we get that. In fourth place, I have Pacey. Um, little low for Pacey to be, you know, this far down. But the chef thing in the beginning of the season was not working for me at all. I think it has improved in that, like, I like that he has direction in his life. I like that he's passionate about something. It was very silly to me when he's making his dinner for everyone. and Everyone's like, I don't give a fuck about your risotto. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's not having a bad season, but I think other people are just having a better season. Um, in third place, I have Jen. Um, mainly because I think the Jen and Dawson stuff is working for me. Um, I think there are parts of Jen's story that I don't particularly like. I didn't like the baby talk this episode. Um, I feel like they're a bit like, it's a bit like a pendulum for her where she's very much swinging wildly from episode to episode, which feels a a little bit jarring. Jen and Pacey could be like swapped if um, depending on the day for me, like they're very, very close in terms of three and four and their placements. Um, number two, Dawson is having an excellent season. Like he is killing it. I feel like he, his relationship with Jen is very, very, doing a very good job. We really loved all of the like dad stuff at the beginning of the season. I felt like that was very interesting character development for Dawson. Um, I like that. I mean, it was very quick for him to not be in LA, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm liking the direction Dawson is heading in and no one will be surprised to hear that Audrey is number one breath of fresh air audrey is hilarious she elevates every scene she's in her reactions are legendary um she's making joey more fun i like i cannot say enough good things about audrey so my list is audrey dawson jen pacey joey jack what about you yeah extremely similar i think that jack is my number six mainly because even though I do enjoy the frat stuff and I think that he was the right character to join the, the fraternity, yeah, um, it's more so a showrunner and writer issue where that's all they're giving Jack. I would like to see yeah. a little bit more, um, maybe besides the fraternity, uh, just more in general. I also think that Jack is the victim of the uh, who gets a bad season thing he's he's up he's due yeah, yeah it's, for it, sure. it was right. his turn uh everybody else had it it's it's his uh turn to go down uh i'm sure the dawson's creek pr team is going to get him up at the rest of the season or next season so it's it's okay i just think that's obviously his season to be like totally spiraling yep. uh next up for me i think i'm going to put pacey here because Pacey for me this season is almost like a non-entity it's almost like um his visibility in season one where he is not with the Cree creeps as much as he has been and mm-hmm. he's kind of off doing his own separate thing obviously that's because he's the only one not in college he decided to go forward and try to do a career um as schooling is not really for him um but it just makes me feel like he's just not part of the circle like he's kind of off doing his own thing i think that he i don't love the fact that he is a chef like i kind of thought that the boat pacey stuff like fit him better 
Um, and I've been like struggling with the fact that that this is his new chosen career. And yeah. I feel like he's not like a, a 19 year old boy. Like, I feel like everybody else is like teenagers and I feel like he's like supposed to, he feels like he's like a, an adult, an adult because of just where he is at life. So, um, I'm liking his stuff less. Mm-hmm. Um, I then would put Joey because, uh, she is just n- never fun and, <laughs> yeah. uh, her, she's just Joey. I feel like that's like the thing. Like Joey is Joey and yeah. she's kind of like a wet blanket, but Audrey does bring out the fun in her. And I think that, um, I, you, you know, am a little bit more open for Joey to having like a spicy scandalous rendezvous with the professor more so than you. And that's, I totally understand and respect Mm -hmm. like what you're saying about the power um, dynamic and how that is just not right. However, it's just like when you're a kid, you make mistakes. So it, I don't know. It's fine. Like I don't love it, but it's fine. Um, and other Joey is a lot of fun. And I think that like what I just want her to, I mean, this is more so just like Joey, like let loose, like, but she's so buttoned up. It's so hard for her to do. Um, next up, just like you is Dawson. Uh, Dawson's having a, uh, a really good season of him trying to find himself and he faced adversity and losing the death of his parent um, and is dealing with it. And he didn't like he's the the number one issue that we always had with Dawson is that he's like a, a, a brat, mm-hmm. a self-indulgent brat. And I don't I think he grew out of that, you know, like I think yes. that he isn't like me, me, me anymore. Like, I think that I think that having to take on a role of being um you know, a prov- not a provider because he's not like, you know, making money, but mm-hmm. taking care of things for his mom and his baby sister. It just like grew him up and he's in relationships. He's very stable. And I think that he actually came around to be a really good character that I you we used to make jokes that I was a Dawson in a bad way. But I kind of am taking pride in saying like, yeah, like Dawson and I are not too different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also leads me to Audrey, who is obviously number one. And for the same reasons that you listed, I think that um, she is a breath of fresh air. I think that she adds levity to every scene. I think that she's bringing out the best in Joey. Um, and I think that the female friendship between the two of them is really working for me. I think that um, she is a very talented blanket actor, Busy Phillips is. <laughs> and I just think that it is something that, like, the the Cree the Creeps are so, they've always been very in their own little bubble. Mm-hmm. And I think that she just, like, brings them out of, like, their own shit that they steep in yeah no you're right um 
I do have something to point out. You did not place Jen. <laughs> oh, I forgot Jen. Yeah. So oh. you have right now you have Audrey Dawson, Joey. Jen, uh, Jen is going um, after Joey. She's third. After Dawson. So the after Dawson. After Dawson. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So Je- you have Audrey Dawson, Jen, Jen, Joey, Pacey, Jack. Yeah. And um, I mean, like J- Jen's always been the character that's always struggled for us. Like she's either like a hot mess express or she's like playing therapist. Yeah. And I think that like, once again, she's finding the balance, you know? Yeah. Like she's not like patrolling the docks trying to help other people <laughs> yeah. but she's not also getting drunk on the docks and like you know bawling all the time yeah she's not having an epic meltdown either so, so she i think yeah. that she's stable very yeah. stable yeah. so yeah for me it's audrey dawson jen joey pacey jack yes Correct. All right. So we will reassess at the end of the season, see what has changed, where we've gotten to. Um, but are you ready to hear some feedback? Are you ready to listen to a few voicemails? Yes, please. Okay. We got our first one is from Temi. Hi, ladies. Sarah, I can't tell you about the riddle. Uh, I talked to Jess and she said that I can be charged with treason and I really can't be indicted right now. Oh, no. So I listened to last week's episode, um, and I canceled my Quip subscription. <gasps> I realized after listening that um, I don't even really use my Quip. Half the time, I'm using a manual toothbrush. So I went to Target, and I got a Philips Sonicare. And on the second uh, intensity level, it's really great. So thanks for the recommendation. I'm part of the Philips Sonicare family, too, now. Yes, <laughs> but I'm a Colgate guy. No longer oh. a quick b- bitch, though. Not a quick bitch. Um, I saw the episode and it reminded me of um, Karina, the singer on Boy Meets World, who started Sweet uh, as a singer, and then um, Eric antagonized her, and she sang dark songs. But then he didn't like that the songs were about him, so then he turned her sweet again. Which is like Vaughn um, when he was a musician on Community. Oh my gosh. And I guess what Jen is doing is the opposite. She's going from dark to sweet um, to then dark again. So I guess it is like, um, it's the opposite of what they both did. Um, Jennifer Morrison, um, she was Melanie in earlier episodes this season. Just want to say that. <laughs> We are so dumb. Consult Abed on handling two dates because Abed actually went on three dates. If you want to think about it, Um, I don't lie. I create characters. The baby kangaroo is called a. And what about Felicity? I figured it comes after Dawson's Creek because you want to change like for like. Thanks. Okay, first of all, Temi, we're so I feel like we're influencers now about toothbrushes. Yeah, I really I feel on top of the world to be honest I'm, with you. I've never been so elated about someone like taking a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now now we have to talk about my next elevation of aura health. Okay, please. Because Drew got me a water pick for I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, my teeth feel very clean. It Guess. Is this a daily thing? What is the deal with this? Yeah, like I think it's supposed to be like in lieu of flossing or in addition to fl- I don't really know. What yeah. I like to do is I like to put a little bit of mouthwash into my water pick 
And then I have to do uh, like room temperature water because cold water like bothers me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then like I, I water pick and it gets out like all food particles and all that jazz. And I feel very, very fresh and clean. And we'll see what the dentist says next go. time I see them. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy. Uh, welcome Temi to the, the Sonic, Sonic Hair fam. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's really speaking my language here with the bringing up the, all the other references to, mm-hmm. um, like people who, uh, change when they're in a relationship, um, like the community references and everything. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, especially that was such a good example of the boy meets world one with the singer. It was very much so. Now, are we dumb bitches that like we didn't realize that it was the same exact actress? Um, no. In mind def- in our defense, um, this was like weeks ago for us, and like they're just like blonde white women. Like, okay, but also the thing is, is that I need to know if in that first episode where we found her, I was like, oh, like that's like the girl from. I Once don't Upon think a Time so. This is us. And then you said, oh, really? She like I remember that show. Like if we have the same conversation twice, then that's when I start to worry. Yeah, we're fully losing our minds. But you know yeah. what? I it's want my mind. I want my riddle answer also. Well, maybe eventually we'll it has get to it. be Joey. Who else could it be? I mean, something about kangaroos feels like Joey, right? Kangaroos? Like a baby kangaroo is Joey. Is she Did ju- you miss she's a little jumpy. <laughs> she's is very jumpy. jumpy. Yeah, she's um, are you guy. ready for our next voicemail from Joy? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Joy again. What can I say about this episode? I'll try to be as quick as possible. <laughs> Could Jen be? any cuter with the trapper keeper and then calling (laughs) Dawson little pumpkin. Oh my gosh. And Dawson is dipping his toes back into school and possibly film, which I think is good. This episode has a Pacey and Jen scene and a Jack and Jen scene, both of which are gold. The breakdown that Pacey gave Jack about how he got to this point is him speaking from his season four experience. Mm -hmm. So at least the show remembered that. I'm kind of worried about Jack, and personally, I think he should quit the fraternity, but we shall see. Pacey noping out of the conversation that Audrey and Joey are having about dating is funny, but less funny is making a joke out of him being groomed by Miss Jacobs. Gross. And speaking of gross, can we not have another inappropriate student-teacher dynamic? Please? I love Ken Marino but Professor Wilder is terrible and Joey deserves a better story than this. Thank you again. And till next time. Bye. Yeah. A lot of good points, Joey. Um, Joey's going to be upset about the Hmm. (laughs) trashing. Oh, (laughs) wait, is it it a surprise? Like I thought it was cute. I agree with Joey. Yeah. And you thought it was gross, but that's fine. Yeah. But I do. I love Joey's points about like, PC getting the scenes with both Jen and Jack this episode and both of them were very good scenes so I think that's like a solid point we hadn't really exactly mentioned about like those are I I like we've always liked those dynamics but we've always liked like the the whenever Jen and PC get to have a conversation yeah it's always very good um and And also directly uh proves me wrong with my earlier rankings of saying that PC has been uninvolved with the group 
So, uh, yeah, yeah, but no, but in the beginning of the season, he was. That's true. So, like, you're not, you're, I love to be proved wrong, though. Yeah. I, you know, call me stupid and wrong. That's totally fine. (laughs) Um, but I totally agree because I, okay, so it does seem like Joy, um, interpreted that conversation where, PC brings up um Miss Jacobs the same way I did where like they're yeah. like making a joke about it and yeah it's inappropriate it's you know what I when I, <laughs> I think it was selective hearing because when uh when I first watched the episode I really did hear it as like I'm good like yeah like I am good like I don't need it anymore yeah like don't want that but you're right like when we were watching the episode or when we were talking about the episode it's he literally said it's good and y'all like you're totally right like their relationship was or their situationship was awful and it was anything but good terribly and it was so inappropriate and like the fact that like she came back and was creeping around and then at that time, he was just starting to date Andy and put him in a really bad situation there. That was freaking awful. I hated mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, yep. And then in terms of Joey, I mean, yeah, I, I I totally understand where you're coming from, Joy. And I guess like, you know, it's it's not worth it in the story. Like we could get something better and it's plenty of college boys around there we've already been there we've done it at the very least I mean whether or not you want to say that it feels a bit aimless with Joey at this point Mm -hmm. we've seen her bop we've said like she had a moment with Charlie like she has had moments with Elliot like now there's old professor thing which is annoying but like there's plenty to do with Joey without making her hook up with her professor yeah I guess like the want from Joey is for her to let loose and like be dangerous like you know you know what I mean like that's what I want from her I want her to act like a a college student I want her to make mistakes and take risks and be bad and just act like a kid and we could do all of that without her being involved with a 30 year old man like that's it's not necessary we can achieve the same goals with doing things with people her own age yeah no i agree with you i don't like the storyline i wish they had done something else for joey um but we do have one more piece of feedback to listen to today um it is from eric let's take a listen merry christmas uh jess and sarah i hope you guys had a good one i just finished watching the episode and i'm I have questions that I hope you guys will have answered already by the time uh, this airs, but I don't understand what happened with Jack and why we're supposed to be mad at the frat for this one, because it felt like Jack was asking for it. And I don't really have a problem with whatever that I forget what his name is now, um, putting the house before anything else. Isn't that kind of what he's supposed to do? I don't know. I don't get it. But I'm hoping you guys made some points that I can learn from. And then, because I really didn't understand when Pacey was telling Jack, like, hey, they were 10 to 1 against you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but Jack was kind of asking for it. So I don't know. I don't get it. But I do appreciate that uh, we're saying that these are still 18-year-old kids and they can make mistakes too and they're not all flawless because Jack was horrible in this episode and Joey was not great either, although not as bad. But... 
that brings me to my next point. I don't, I don't get the Wilder thing. I don't understand it. it. He's just gross to me. You guys all think he's super hot. I don't see it. I don't understand. Um, I know I'm not the best judge of these things, but it's weird to me. And what the fuck is up with him not having a wife now? Is that the, not the biggest red flag? That's like even more, more of a red flag than him having a wife. Like he mm-hmm. made one up. Like, I don't get it. And he didn't refer to it as like, oh, this is just what I tell my like young female students so they don't like want to get with me. Instead, he just had like the weirdest excuse. So what are we supposed to make of this? And is this something where the Dawson's Creek writers were just like, uh, can we do this over and pretend he doesn't have a wife after all because we want them to kiss and him not be like a criminal? So anyway, can't wait to hear your thoughts. Talk to you later. Yeah, so on the Blossom thing, I think we agree with Eric for the most part. Like, but until Eric or until Blossom said the whole like you're being a girl situation, we were on board. With uh, yeah, like talking to you is like being a chick. Uh, that is yeah. kind of where it turned around. And then in terms of the fraternity, the other guys itself, it would have been nice and appreciated and um, made a big difference if uh, one person, a few guys stayed with Jack. It's yeah. the fact that they all left and nobody backed Jack up and was like, are you okay? Like, let's like, your walk you okay? back to the house. Like, that's kind yeah. of where I feel like it started to turn. And then it was a clear division. Like, it was all 10 guys standing behind Blossom with Jack on the other side. Like, yeah, physically. These are physically yeah. yeah these are the things but up until then yeah like jack was being an asshole he wasn't understanding that um the greater purpose of why grades are important um mm-hmm. and he was not being receptive to what anybody was saying so like yeah in terms of like him acting out like yeah he was acting out but it's how everybody else treated him after the fight yeah is you know that's it's not like very brotherly yeah i also very much agree with eric on the point of like it being a super big red flag that he lied about that professor wilder lied about having a wife like i thought it was an interesting point of maybe he lied to like young students so that they don't develop an interest in him right he just pretends like oh i i have a wife so stay away but i feel like there's other ways i don't mind that as a reason but i think that like there's other ways that you could keep distance between yourself and your students and it's not having these intimate conversations with them very Um, true very true do you think that um we is he good looking or are we just thirsty I never, I don't really think he's that good looking to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, he's like, okay. He's average, I would say. He's not like, what, ooh, super sexy, well, hot professor. I think once again, if we just like photoshopped a beard on him, I think that you would think he was. Um, Maybe possibly. Yeah. I really like beards. I know. I'm, I'm only human. Yeah. <laughs> um are you ready to hear oh thank you everybody for the feedback um we love getting it three voicemails this week feels like so exciting um if you want to send us more shit90spod.com you can send us a voicemail you could also shoot us an email uh shit90spod at gmail.com we got an email from jem with some like suggestions about some other shows that she thinks we could cover um so that is always appreciated so feel free to send that in um and you can find us on twitter and instagram at shit90spod 
Um, Sarah, are you ready to hear the next episode title? Yeah. Gorilla filmmaking. And it's gorilla like the war, not like the animal. Oh. Like gorilla style. I guess we're going to see a lot more of Oliver next episode. Oh, we shall see. And uh, yeah, that's exciting stuff. Episode 14. I can't believe we're already 14 episodes into the season. So sad. Hate to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's the start of a new year. Mm-hmm. We hope that we have a lot of exciting things to come in 2023. Uh, in January, we're going to kind of slow down a little bit. Um, obviously, we're not picking up a secondary show at the moment uh, now that we finish Boy Meets World, but uh, we are going to welcome back Sarah Carradine and we're going Whoop. to... Uh, cover Thelma and Louise, a, sh- a movie that uh, Jessica and I have never seen before, but mm-hmm. we are excited to see it. And then um, that should be coming out mid-January. And of course, weekly Dawson's Creek coverage. And then um, stay tuned for whatever else we have going on. And you can find all of that and all of our updates at Shit90spot on Twitter and Instagram. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me at Sarah Ferguson. But, you know, if I had my choice, if you had to be like, oh, I only, for my quota, I can only follow one account, one account, then I mm-hmm. think that you should just follow Shit90s Pod. Yeah. Um, I'm at the Just Sterling. I'm still covering Mythic Quest um, and National Treasure and Community over on Post Show Recaps. If you want to check out any of those things, New Year, which means a new season of Community, which I'm excited about because season four is trash, and I'm excited to talk season five. Um, Mythic Quest, we're finishing things up. We only have one more episode of the season. It's been so 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 good. So I do highly recommend that. And National Treasure, I would say listen to the podcast because the podcast is really fun. I don't think the show is great. I would say if you're looking for like a light show that you don't don't like you maybe you're putting on while you work and you have like a, a high fondness for the original national treasure movies i would say maybe it's your cup of tea um there's a lot of like callbacks and stuff so uh yeah check out all of those things follow me at the just sterling on twitter and we will be back next week with the next episode of dawson's creek we hope everyone had a happy holidays and a nice enjoyable new years and on to 2023 Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shows taught me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.